We're back. This is Reeducating Dad, the cross-generational podcast, co-hosted by me, Big Tone, along with my daughter, Little Tone. And I have to tell you, dear listener, that this is going to be our final episode. We'll explain why in a few minutes when we've worked out why. We may work out why with you actually on the air. So, Little Tone, say hello. Why haven't you been available? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) I've been traveling the UK for the last four weeks uh, with work. So we're we're just hitting the peak season for shows and festivals and stuff like that. So I've been on the road for four weeks. I've been to London. I've been to Wrexham in Wales. I've been to Edinburgh in Scotland. And I've been to Brighton, uh, which is not too far away from me. But I've basically been on on a work tour of the UK. So remind everybody what you do. I work for a charity called Music Venue Trust, um, who protects, secure and improve grassroots music venues in the UK. Um, and my job is campaigns and campaign and communications. And you uh, you were recently in Body Scotland. Mm, yep, yeah, yeah, because we've just announced a new campaign called Own Our Venues, where we are trying to remove the biggest threat to grassroots venues, which is ownership. Most venues are owned by landlords and private companies and therefore end up um, getting um, sold on to be flats and commercial property, and we're trying to prevent that from happening ever again. Okay, so, uh, yeah, little Tone and I have had, have, had, have had a bit of a problem over the weeks uh, trying to come and get our diaries together so that we could uh, record more episodes. It's been very, very difficult. Uh, so we've heard about little Tone's uh, exploits, with her work i also uh, managed to get get covid um finally um and having avoided it for a couple of years went down with it and uh didn't have a very pleasant time it must be said kit i wouldn't want it too, right? pardon kit had it too she she had it as well yes she did uh, she got it first and then uh, <laughs> then i inevitably got it See that your dog is participating as usual. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we we and COVID uh, is how we got this uh, podcast started. What the reason we started it is because we went into lockdown and we were thinking of something new to do while we were getting used to working from home and all that stuff. And that was back when did when did we go into lockdown? March nineteen. 19- 19, March 2020. 1983. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long it feels like COVID's been going on for. Yeah, so we've we've covered a lot of ground. We've done, uh, this is our 80th, this final episode is our 80th episode. And we've discussed a lot of things. Um, and I was just going over the episode rankings and seeing what were the most popular topics. And we uh, I, there I could see just how many different things we've discussed uh, we our most popular episodes seem to be those around the social dilemma a netflix sh- show about the evils of social media also the english education system whether private education should be banned uh the american election that was fun uh should the uk bring back the death penalty harry and Meghan. oh it goes on and on prince andrew of course 
cancel culture versus free speech. Of course, there was a lot of you supporting twits like Jeremy Corbyn and me supporting twits like Boris Johnson. Um, but we seem to sort of come together on quite a lot of things, even though we started from very polarized positions. Um, I don't know where you are now, but, uh, you know, I've gone off Boris. So, yeah. We've we, we... gone off Corbyn, gone off Boris. <laughs> right. We've decided to run for Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. Uh, so, yeah, we've, we've, we've had a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, we've decided that it's it's time to move on. I'm talking about the reasons for that. Well, I. How do you feel about this being our last episode, Little Town? I haven't asked you that before. I talk about the reasons. I'm just so glad. I'm glad that it wasn't my decision because I was, you know, I thought that it would get to a point where I was too busy to do it, and I didn't want that to be the case. And I think that ultimately, <laughs> ultimately. It's Sorry. But, Ultimately, it's ended up being your decision, uh, which I feel better about. Okay, that's fair enough. Well, and yeah. it's quite a good circle moment because we did a lot of talking about me having COVID and it's ended with you having COVID. <laughs> and then yeah. that's both recovering. Yeah. Well, since we've been off air, as it were, I've had a lot of people saying, what's happened to you two? We've so enjoyed listening to the episodes and so on. We, you know, are you coming back? And I haven't really given a straight answer to any of those things because, you know, I was in a state of flux myself. But I think it's come to a natural end in many ways. We've, we've, I think we've talked about so many issues and, you know, we do have different views because it is a cross-generational podcast and it's very much... Our views are sort of very much shaped by where we are on the continuum of life, what I call the conveyor belt, where I'm sort of lurching towards the end of it and getting near that trap door at the end. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I have uh, I have been thinking a lot recently at my age. I'm, I'm turning, turning 66, um, and I uh, have been thinking a lot about the R word, which has always been a dirty word for me, uh, not something I ever wanted to contemplate. I am, talking, of course, talking about the word retirement, uh, something I've never really wanted to do. I've always felt, well, I, I'm the sort of person, I always loved my work, loved running my business, still love, st still love it in many ways. But, you know, you do get to a point where you think, how many more years have I got left when I will probably be able to enjoy them healthy enough hopefully to enjoy them and uh that's been playing a, a lot on my mind you lester piggott the most famous uh jockey in the world has just died he you know somebody very big not that i was ever interested in race horsing uh, horse racing race horsing <laughs> not that i was ever interested in that but uh but i but he was such a big figure you know like muhammad ali and you know george best and you know famous people in their various sporting compartments he was you know just um nobody sort of gets anywhere close to him as a jockey and he's just died age 86 and i'm thinking why well, it's only 20 years away uh and you know let's face it 
I know plenty of people in my life who've dropped down dead in their 60s, sadly, and, and a lot younger than that. So it can hit, you know, you never know how many years you've got left. And now, since uh, very much motivated by COVID hitting, you know, we've moved out to the Cotswolds from having lived in central London for 40 years or so. Our lives have changed completely. Um, we want to be able to enjoy the new environment that we live in. And when you're working all the time, every day, full time, it's very difficult to do that. So I am, it's really my wife, as we call her, Kiki, Nana Kiki, as very much motivated by her sort of insisting that it's time for us to retire. So I've been thinking about it seriously, and uh, I'm going to make a decision in the next few days on that. But I think it's highly likely that uh, that I'll face the fact that it's time to stop working. So that's made me think about all kinds of things, and I, I want to, you know, there's a number of things, number of projects that I would want to do if if I retire, which, as I say, is highly likely, and. Uh, I think I don't want to stop podcasting because I, I do enjoy this particular. I think it's a very intimate way of communicating with people. We get sort of great feedback and interesting comments. And and it the actual act of speaking in this way off the cuff, unscripted, it's, it, it's sort of, uh, it does help you arrive at decisions and think think things through just the act of doing it. Um, so I want to do that, but I think it, it might be something in, indeed related to this phase of life because it's not something that I hear a lot of people talking very much about. Um, you know, there's a, actually there's a there's a there's a guy who who works very close to well, so close that I can walk across the lane and talk to him. He's a a fence maker here in Elm, Elmley Castle, and he is almost exactly the same age as me, uh, just a few days younger, and he's been working in this, as I have, the same business, running his own business for 30-odd years, 35 years or so, from the same place. And uh, he, we, you know, we just started talking about how we're both feeling about it, and we're both feeling very, very similar. You know, as though if we take this decision to retire and give up our jobs you know are we doing it too soon have we got sufficient savings to look to last out the rest of our lives in reasonable comfort um, it's almost like having both your arms chopped off and and one leg you know losing a bit very much sort of losing a big part of your identity if when you've had that sort of intimate relationship with your business your work for you know three plus decades uh so i don't think people talk about you know i don't it's a bit like death really i don't really want to equate retirement with death but it's a bit like that you know people don't talk about it very much and i think perhaps we should talk about it more so that might be something that i you know bring into the podcasting sphere i'll think more about that i certainly want to um Get, do some more writing, which isn't just about write, you know, writing business emails and business documents. Uh, so that's certainly something that I want to do. So 
and there's oh god so many things that I'd, I'd like to get on to you know I, I don't know how to cook for instance I want to, I'd like to learn how to cook uh, uh, you know I want to learn more about the local history here I like to tinker on the piano and guitar and never get time to do it so now there'd be a bit if I take this decision there'd be a bit more time to do that so those, those are the sort of things that are going through my mind so uh yeah any thoughts on any of that I've spoken for a long time <laughs> little tone I think um you know the the feelings that you're having are similar to the feelings that I'm having um about my health news um, oh yeah, well you may, trying no, not to, yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Say, is that uh, something you want to share? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess in um, I, I've I've spoken about it briefly before. I have a really rare um, neurological condition. <coughs> You're messing up the podcast, man. <coughs> it's the last one. Come here, come here. Stop being naughty. He's um, he's just she, lamenting the fact that it's the last episode. It's a she, by the way. She only girls in that She. House. Um, I, I thought it might. I thought your dog might have elected to cross gender. Well, she hasn't told me so. Um, so uh, yeah, I've got a, a rare uh, neurological condition called myelin oligodendrocyte glycoprotein antibody disease, which has taken me a really long uh, time to learn how to say. It's a little bit like MS, um, although generally less aggressive. And it normally presents itself as optic neuritis, but it can affect all the nerves in the body. Um, I I also, as a sort of like unusual manifestation of MOG, have a cyst in my brain, uh, which has to be monitored every six months because it's in the thalamus of the brain, which is it's the um, the grey matter, the most central part that's just above the top of the spine. Um, it's normally if you had a cyst, the um, the you'd have some kind of surgery to biopsy it and check that it's not cancerous. Um, but because of where mine is, that's not possible without huge risks, probably not possible at all. And um, so it just gets monitored every six, six months with a MRI. And um, I just received news uh, from a letter. I had an MRI eight weeks ago and I've just received the results, which basically say that my MOG is stable but that there has been some change to the cystic area and I've been referred to a neurological surgeon. So basically, I don't know what that means. I've asked a bunch of questions. Um, I've already had a, I already had an existential crisis when I thought I had MS um, because my um, experience of knowing what MS was is that one of my close friends' mum had it and she died very young. Um, it's a horrible disease. I mean, there's a huge spectrum in terms of like how bad it can be. Some people can live with MS and some people can't. Um, but that's what my my knowledge was. And when they originally thought it was MS, I was like, oh, my God, it's one of the reasons why Tom and I got married so quickly um, is I was if I, I just basically said, you know, we don't know what my lifespan's going to be like or, or whether this is the, the, the healthiest, the fittest that I'm going to be. And I want to get get on with life and enjoy it. So we got married we got married uh, earlier than we probably would have done. Uh, but anyway, this new news, I don't know what it means, but it's it certainly makes you realise that you need to live each day to the fullest. So 
you know, uh, my my daily thoughts at the moment are try to try not to worry about it. There's nothing you can do about it. If today's your last day, it's your last day. If it's not and you have five years, that's wicked. If 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 it if you're around for 20 years, it doesn't really matter. You still need to make the most of every day. Yes. You know, I, I think that your feelings are different because you've you've got so much more life experience and it and it must be, you know, you must feel like you're losing a huge part of your identity. Yeah, I do. If you're, con- if you're considering like retiring. Yeah, I do. I, well, I do feel always, like that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's always been so important to you. You know, you're self built success, really. Um, and I, I can understand why that would be, you know, what's your nine to five going to look like now without that part of your identity? And, you know, our society places so much success on earning money as well. And when you stop earning money, what does that mean for you as a man, as a provider, as a, you know, husband, whatever. So, but I think that the best could be yet to come. That's that's possible, yeah, yeah. A a lot of people say, oh, you know, it's really scary. I'm turning 30, I'm turning 40, I'm turning 50. And those end up being the best years that they've had yet. And I hope that that continues to happen, you know, that the more you learn about yourself and the more you know what you like and how you want to spend your time and how you want to be remembered and what kind of art or whatever you want to leave in the world I I hope that life just gets better and better um so who knows like like I said to you on the phone the other day you might find that you discover something that you're missing um that makes you feel complete maybe that's cooking who knows (laughs) maybe (laughs) maybe imagine all these years that Kicks had to cook for you, and you—it was what you were meant to do all along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you never know. So, uh, yeah, so obviously um, um, we've talked about this off, off air before today, but uh, you know, sorry to hear about your health news. I hope it's, um, you know, I hope it's something that isn't as serious as it sounds. Um, Me too. We all, at the end of the day, we all get Delta card, hmm. so. Well, you've, you've certainly got a very good attitude towards it, so I commend you for that. That's amazing. Um, but you know, <laughs> so what? How have your you know since it's something that we've talked about a, a lot um, over the last seventy nine episodes? How have your views about politics? Uh, how are they at the moment? You know, update me on that. You know, you know what's happening. Um, I would say that I've probably disengaged the most recently from politics. Mm. Um, You know, I had a watchful eye on it for the last two years that we've been doing this. And I've just disengaged because I just, I just think it's become a playground. Mm. And, um, and with all of this (coughs) health and, and, you know, stuff that's, that's going on, I just think I want to spend less time angry and upset and getting pulled into pettiness and spend more time creating kindness in the world and making people feel good about themselves and you know so yeah I I, I will be honest and say that I've pretty much disengaged from it um and there are a lot of bad people on both ends of the spectrum I think yeah I think I probably have disengaged i mean it's it's a bit like you were saying about your health situation it's nothing that you can control you really can't 
your vote isn't really going to make any difference. Um, and in any way, I can't see that there's anybody worth voting for, you know. Uh, I can't see that. I, I don't believe that anybody that I voted for would make a jot of difference, um, which is a, kind of sad. But I, I think that I think that that is the reality of the situation. I am concerned about the about the position, the fund, you know, the economic climate. I'm very very concerned about that. Um, I don't know if you've got any feelings on that, but I think we're moving into some very difficult years ahead. I mean, you know, as a result of COVID, enormous amounts of public money, which means our money, taxpayers' money, has been spent and it needed to be. That was the right thing to do. And now there's a whole bunch more money being spent because of the um, energy crisis, because of the Ukraine war, Russia-Ukraine war, and you know these things can take decades to recover from we have rampant inflation at the moment uh yes. and very you know you know energy bills increase another 700 pounds in october i don't even know i mean you know we'll find a way to make it work but i don't know how families that are living on the edge are going to get by I, i'd imagine they'll just have their energy completely turned off well, it's 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 very very worrying. Um, you know, I was uh, we, we've uh, Kiki's had a friend staying, uh, her oldest friend staying with us for the for the past week, and uh, she works in a food bank, and she's been talking about the kind of people that she meets as a result of that. You know, who the people who have you know lost their livelihoods for one reason or another. No, but not one could not say in the cases that she mentioned to me uh, through any fault of their own. Uh, and uh, so you've got people like like that who are who are having to go to the the food bank, uh, having to be clients of the food bank, and they call them clients. Uh, and um, yesterday, and well, maybe not yesterday, but. It, but very recently, they were they were company executives. They were owners of their own business and what what have you. You know, they were they were people. I suppose for them, they are going through an identity crisis too because they've lost their status. You know, they've lost their self confidence. They've lost their ability to feed their families, um, pay their bills. Uh, you know, which, which is just a wretched place uh, for them to to go uh, and. This must be duplicated all over the country, and you wonder how you just wonder how people are going to be able to recover from that situation. It's it's very serious. So yeah, so that's kind of been playing on my mind. Obviously, um, the Russians, Russia Ukraine situation is scary, but that's something that we can't control. There's no point in worrying about that. Uh, we can't really do anything about it. <clears throat> um, but yeah, so there are lots of bad things happening. But we have to focus. Uh, we have to focus on the on the positive, and as you say, make the most of every day. And that's what I want to do: is make the most of what time 
I've got left, which I hopefully will be a good few years. And I'm glad you've, you know, we seem to be, uh, even though there's an enormous gulf in terms of years between us, our ages, I, uh, you know, we seem to be, we seem to have come to very much the same conclusions on, on, on a number of matters. Um, I saw, uh, Benston, have you seen Ricky Gervais's um, Netflix special? Not yet. I've w I watched the trailer, which was funny, but no. I thoroughly recommend it. I, I didn't like the, 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 the most recent, the, the final episode that's been aired of, of Afterlife. I like the first one. I think I like the, I like the second one not quite as much, but I didn't like the way that sort of got so vulgar. I didn't like that. So I was worried that I, I was going to find this even more vulgar. But actually, he was very funny, particularly on the, you know, the, all this polit political correctness and how freedom of speech is, you know, is, um, is, a, is, is something that is under enormous threat um, uh, at the moment. Uh, with the police just doing absolutely daft things and investigating tweets that offend people and stuff like that when they when they don't even go and solve crimes proper crimes i mean that's you know just odd to me uh, but i really really thoroughly enjoyed his special it's called supernature um if you don't like bad language don't watch it <laughs> But uh, he's really he's really funny. The material in it is, I would say, brilliant, a brilliant comedy. So do see it. And in in the vein of uh, doing things that uh, you know, making the most of the best of you can of the time that you've got on this earth left, we've just booked to see um, the Abba thing. You know, you're aware. You must be aware of that. The Voyage. Yeah, I bet it'll be awesome. Well, we've heard from friends who've who've already seen it, and and also, of course, read the reviews, heard the reviews. It's been talked about in the media a lot, and it just sounds fantastic. You know, so I'm I'm not really one who likes to go and see bands, uh, you know, that from you know, fifty years ago, you know that like we went to see Phil Collins and he could barely stand up at the Royal Albert Hall because he's, you know, he, he's so decrepit, poor guy. I mean, that's... I love that. I love that. I, I wish that I would be playing shows at that age. I think that's such an aspirational yeah, thing to... he didn't look as though he particularly was enjoying it, but, uh, I, I, you know, it just didn't do anything for me. I, I'd, I'd rather remember him in his prime. And this technology with the ABBA show allows that to happen, you know, rather than seeing, seeing their original state. Yeah, their they? original state, and and uh, oh, I think it's just, I think it's just marvelous. But it sounds bonkers, but I'm very intrigued. Yeah, you have to tell me how it is. I will, like most most definitely, and we're we're going to um, we're going to take the opportunity, uh, or because we're vegans like you. Um, well, inspired by you, as it happens, uh, we're going to take the opportunity of visiting Gautier in uh, Soho. Uh, you know, oh, the, yeah. the um, I think it's a Michelin-style restaurant that was on, French-inspired. 
French was a French, was a French uh, omnivores restaurant until he decided to take the brave. The owner decided, the owner and chef, I think, decided the to take the very brave step of turning it entirely vegan. And uh, we've had a few of their, you know, home delivery boxes, which are amazing. And um, we've never experienced the restaurant itself. So going to London to see um, ABBA, uh, the ABBA show, Voyage, uh, give us an opportunity to try that out. So we're going to do those things. So that's great, isn't it? Awesome. So any final thoughts on our podcast, on our lives, anything we've talked about? Uh, before we bid our listeners farewell, yeah, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad we did this because um, I have relished the opportunity to get to know you better um, and understand you better, and I think that I do now, um, and I think it's brought us closer, and uh, I think that it was a a lovely thing to do at a time that was really horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I feel the same way. Likewise, amen to that. Yeah, absolutely. It has been it has been good, you know, just to have a regular opportunity to because you the thing is you you know this is so something that happens with family members, however much you love each other. You you know when you're living apart and you're getting on with your own lives, you can you can let days, weeks, months, years go by and not see much of each other. I think um, I think one of the great things about it, sorry to interrupt you, um, is that because it's a podcast, it's much more sort of like considered conversation where you're trying not to get angry or upset and you're really trying to understand each other. And I think that it doesn't really matter whether anyone was listening to the podcast or not. We managed to have lots of really tricky conversations um, in the most respectful way. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it, and of course we're going to leave it um, up for people to to uh, listen back to the uh, to these eighty well with this one with the eighty episodes that will be there, um, and uh, so that's something it'll be a permanent record there hopefully, um, and you know, I, I do intend to do something else. Hopefully, you will join me uh, from time to time when you can, you know, when we find opportunities on my new. Um, podcast when when i'm in a position to launch that uh you'll you'll join me that would be fabulous and uh so it just remains for us to bid a farewell and a thank you to um to our listeners we've had great feedback and support from various countries all around the world and uh we really we've really appreciated it we've loved reading your feedback we've we've um We've had a, a few guests on who have been very, very interesting. So there are those episodes also to um, to dip into. Uh, so uh, thank you, everybody, for supporting us, uh, for being our friends, and uh, take care of yourselves. And we will see you in some other format at some point in the future. So from now, it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much for your support. Bye-bye.